hello 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 everyone today we have with us a very special guest well at least for me i've known this person since a long time and for me it's been a unicorn over the rainbow experience a lot of people won't know what the hell i'm talking about and that's good for you so we have with us today an interestingly weird person very famous among over obsessed lovers jenny cho hello jenny yeah um okay so i'm from the us um i'm 19 um i've been a student i i was born in america and i've been a student here since uh i've studied biology well i've studied art in high school and then i went to biology in college how would you say how would you rate your uh high school experience like was it how you imagined it or was it any different from it um it's different for everyone else but personally it wasn't the best for me i would say it was like the worst school experience for me but every person thinks different what interested you most that um that pushed you towards taking biology I didn't really do much activities in school rather I just did a lot of research at home on my computer and then I came across a few shows and then I just thought oh it's very fascinating for someone every single time someone goes in a nurse's office they like literally go in crying and then like after like 30 minutes or 10 minutes they come out with like a smile on their face So I was like, oh, it'd be it'd be interesting to like make a child smile like that. So then I was just like, yeah, biology seems seems nice. Also, oh, just for making the child smile, you just took up a, a line. Yes. Or were there any other that's nice. Okay, what are your thoughts about the Indian education system? Like how do you how have you known about it like what do you know what do you think about typically it's actually in my opinion since i've only been in this educational system um it's actually the worst <laughs> um <laughs> i've heard that india wants to adopt the system and that's a really bad idea because um the first first of all the system is very disorganized and they just think about rather than like thinking about oh these students need more help in this area but the curriculum focuses on this area but instead of like the teacher making adjustments they'd be like let's just follow the curriculum i know the students won't get this but it's absolutely okay cuz i'm paid for what i'm doing and due to this um and some teachers um um really just don't really care whether the students understand the material or not they just keep going and like as long as they're paid for what they're doing they don't care about the students yeah that's literally just the same as in india like uh, the teachers don't really care but they just do their job just to get their salary it's just nothing different as in us and the new education policy that was proposed this year just focuses on making it more like america uh history the uh, flexible stream system and uh, yeah akesh if you want to talk about it no yeah i i just wanted to jump in i wanted to find out some facts here like uh, uh, okay we are talking about the indian education system first i would like to point out the thing that uh, that thing from which the indian education was derived it is it is a product of what colonials did with us so in the 1700s when east india company came and uh, during the 1800s when they started laying the railway lines they needed engineers right so you can't uh, import a hell lot of engineers from Uh, the england cause it will cost them much to ship them there than to in- introduce a system that will make uh, uh, you know a uh, kind of robots for them to work with. yeah so so this guy this guy named 
Thomas Thomas Macaulay. Yeah, he is credited as the father of modern Indian education system because he introduced this concept of uh, examination and classes with a unified curriculum, with a rigid curriculum, so that uh, everyone would study the same streams, same subjects, and uh, turn out to be in the same profession because they they needed manual labor, they needed engineers to work on. They didn't want uh, you know people who would innovate or uh, uh, do something creative in any sense. Like any job can be creative, so they didn't want that because uh, for them it wasn't beneficial at uh, any cost. So that's uh, from that time the system hasn't changed much, and uh, still we are we 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 are uh, much likely in that era where we are following the rigid system, and uh, even with the American education yeah. system, I have I have uh, I have like studied it a bit, not much. but uh, the flexibility of the stream things uh, is is a good thing but uh, but i guess the better thing that would be for this system would be to bring back the vedic education system if you know what that is actually where the students would stay with a proper teacher uh, called a guru who would then guide them through uh, you know different circumstances that they would face in life and teach them through various activities as they go on and perform their task during the day so and even even they would get teached in a class yeah, there, but uh, the vedic was, education system uh, yeah it was it was more nuanced in the in sense my PhD, that the vedic education system is not yeah okay you know no, no i'm saying first. that it was it was more nuanced in the sense that it doesn't uh, required you to stay rigid to one particular uh, yonor of uh, you know working so it uh, required you to expand your mind and work creatively to solve problems which were posed as challenges to you daily so in that sense that we need to yeah. learn from what we did in past but whatever it is in right now uh, is a uh, is a leftover of the colonial period so that's what i had to point out right so uh, yeah jari you were uh, like i want to ask you first that Uh, uh studying art in high school and then choosing biology so the stream changing right the, uh how does this thing actually works like uh, when you are studying art in high school and you immediately take up biology so how does that uh, the, the system how does that cover up how did it uh, does it take you from the basics or does it require uh, require does it want you to have some prerequisites in high school they have options right and yeah. i originally just took up art without a thought and then later i wanted to change to biology in my second year of high school but they didn't allow that they were like oh no you can't it's too late if like if it's too late in my second year then like what is the point so then i just went through four years of art and then um for the, like the changing process it it's not really much um when you apply for a college you would just choose what you want your major to be and then online and like that's it you would just jump in you could change it at any time once you go into college it's not really declared unless you fill out this online form or you talk to like a staff member at college so it was pretty simple change and also i would like to ask like did you prepare for your sats and like uh, in india there's also an exam which is similar to the sats like the uh, jee which is mainly for engineering uh, mainly for entrance into engineering colleges so what was your how was your experience how was how did you prepare for the sats um most people went to prep schools like after schools like on even on like their weekends and stuff either so i did that too with a group of friends um i originally applied for like two two seasons but then after the first season my whole brain was dead 
because it's like you're literally sitting there for like a good four hours and then they switch from English to math and you have two hours for each subject and it's very it's very intensive okay so the SAT is just uh, the scores of SATs are like, like you up, can be applied to every college that you want to enter or is it just for a specific uh, college specific like the JE in India is just for the engineering entrances in college in engineering uh, entrance in engineering colleges so the SATs are like what's the system I want the to know is, um, it could be applied to any major basically it's basically um, a college requirement that most colleges look at for. Like they have like, oh, we want students that only get like, the highest would be like for this year, it's 1,600. And they'd be like, oh, we only want students who get 1,200 plus. So and that's where they would select their students. Oh, so the uh, higher your SAT scores, the uh, more options you have in taking your majors. Correct. Okay. So what's the ideal SAT score? Um, 1,600 because it's the full score. But not a lot of people get the full score. I personally didn't get the full score. And I'm still in college, so it's technically not really a big deal unless, like, you really want to go to, like, those Ivy League schools, the really prestigious school. It's not yeah. really a big So, like, what's the uh, – in India, there's, like, a separation. There's, like, a, a level of colleges, like – among engineering colleges, which I'm talking about, is like the state level colleges, which are run mainly by the state government. Then the national NITs, which are run by the which is run by the central government, and the uh, topmost colleges that are the IITs. Like uh, an admission into those, they just like you need to score very high in JE mains and JE advanced. There are two exams to qualify for that college and that for any job that you want to apply and like all the companies that seek for people they want to employ people from these colleges and what's the system there like how does the con government control the colleges or the system and everything i wouldn't say the government really cares or like really like makes changes unless they have to they just make the curriculum the educational curriculum and like they just forget about it basically they just chuck it to the side and like just don't care about it unless like um they had like the government had to do something when like uh COVID-19 hit that's when like they actually had to like do some work other than that they really yeah. don't care much to do anything else so the government does not have to not play a major role in like the mm -hmm. curriculum they just have given you the curriculum and you the colleges just follow them true the curriculum just does it all for them so they can just relax on that part so like uh, what role does the college play in your education like as it is going so yeah uh, sorry like, Shikha, sorry to interrupt just before you ask that uh, uh so i wanted to know one thing like i have i've heard and i've seen figures like uh college education in us is quite quite thrifty like you spend a huge amount on uh, colleges like when when kids are born parents start saving from that type for their college so what's with that why do you have so huge student loans Oh, like why do people have to save so much for college? Yeah, like like you uh, like if you are majoring in uh, engineering, for example, you end up getting maybe a thirty forty thousand dollar job a year, and mm -hmm. you have a student loan of two thousand dollars. So two mm -hmm. yeah, I guess two hundred thousand dollars. Sorry, not two thousand two hundred thousand dollars. So that's pretty much for a beginner to just go out and uh, 
spent four or five years of his life paying out student loans, not being able to save anything for future. So why is that the case? Honestly, that's up to the colleges. Some people, um, like they're financially well off, so they don't really technically apply to the financial aid that our state, our country provides. So they would have to essentially pay more or pay extra out of their pocket just to take the classes. Um, but for the ones who aren't really, or like they uh, fit perfectly in the criteria for financial aid, the state will give money for you to take classes. And also if there's leftover money in the process, it's just like a free gift to you. Okay. But um, nowadays <laughs> there are like, oh, um, for like the loan part, nowadays, say if you pick, um, oh, you wanna be a doctor, um, my college uh, offers a system where um, you can like end college earlier and like they basically pay for your classes for some part. So you basically don't really have to pay anything and you get to graduate earlier. Okay. So, yeah. You, you are, you are uh, was... uh, sorry, sorry, Shepa, sorry. You are studying biology, so you want to get into the medical field, right? How long is yeah. that process before you become an actual doctor? Uh, rather than a doctor, I'm trying to be a physical assistant, so it doesn't take that much. Okay. Um, if I wanted to be a doctor, say so it would take like I think it would take around six years. But since I'm trying to be that that's um, really short in Indian context, cause here the education for doctor goes around till ten or eleven years. So yeah, uh, unless a, a doc, if you want to become a doctor with a special specialization degree, you no, you you, you have to become with a specialization with the new rules in uh, in place. You can't practice uh, until you have an MD, which is the doctorate of medicine yeah. in any any specialty. If you don't have any specialty, you can't practice as a physician or as a surgeon or you know as gen in general as a doctor. Yeah. So it takes a pretty long time before you actually start practicing. So you are lucky oh, well, in that case. Uh, with a four, um, I, I think I said wrong, with four years of college, and then you would have to go through four years of medical college. And then you would also have to, I guess that's when you would get your degree. But then you would, in order to be an actual independent doctor who doesn't really rely on anyone, um, you would have to do another four years of like studying in the hospital and then that'll be like four, 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 six, that's 12. Yeah. One more thing I was trying to ask, like how were the teachers in your, uh, how would you scale your teachers in your primary or secondary and your high school and then your college time? Like what was the difference and how did it, uh, how do you see it? I guess the teachers cared more. I asked my teacher, like I think, yes, it was in first grade. I, I was writing sentences and it was like one of those really simple sentences like, oh, I have a dog at home or something like that. So then I had to write like with commas and stuff. And then I asked the teacher if I had to capitalize the letter after the comma or the period and the teacher told me exactly these words. It's up to you. You're the author. So can... you did not make any typos at that time? <laughs> um, I probably did. I was in first grade. I made typos without knowing. <laughs> but... Okay, because now you are having a very bad luck with typos. You know? <laughs> yes, I make typos with consciousness. Yeah. With, with consciousness <laughs> with awareness <laughs> wow now that's something like you want to repair because if you're making typos with consciousness then god save people when you are not really conscious or you just wake up from your sleep like sometimes i think you are talking in an alien language or something <laughs> okay so yeah you we were talking about teachers yes um for teachers 
Okay, uh, Jenny, I wanted to know like if this teacher's experience you are st stating, like, is it very subjective? Like, is it uh, something you experienced or is that a general case? Because I have a follow up question for that. Yeah, it's it's something I I experienced myself. Okay, that's great. But but I have been hearing uh, not a lot of right now, but earlier, like in 2019, there were major school shootings around the U.S., right? Oh, um, I'm not really sure about 2019 because I wasn't really, I was in college then. So there has been school shootings. Have you, have you witnessed any? At, uh, no, like any? I haven't. Thank okay. goodness. Uh, like what, what like uh, is Sound the terrible. No, I was thinking like, what is the mental health structure weak or what What do you think is the missing link that forces these kids to go out and perform such horrendous things? Like school shooting is not something you would, uh, you would like appreciate at any cost. Honestly, I don't think like the teachers or anyone knows what they think before doing school shooting. Like, we we don't really know what they're thinking. So the only precautions that we take to like prevent it is they put up metal detectors, say like the ones you see in the airport where like you walk through this rectangle and then like the police officers would like pat you down, the security officers. We basically have that at school. Some people had it every single day in my personal high school, they had it occasionally, like every, every like two, two times per month. But the thing is, it was kind of useless because I don't know how, but the students ended up finding out the night before. So they basically, they were able to prepare to not bring what they shouldn't bring. So, like, yeah, like the there mental are... situation, I cannot even imagine about the mental situation because they don't have any demands or anything. They just want to uh, create the terror. Or I guess they oh. Yeah. So, Krishna, you were saying something? Yeah, I was saying so, like, there are these uh, uh, quite well restrictions placed, right? You said, like, uh, uh, what, was the, what was the thing you were saying about with the police? Because... I, I guess I lost you a bit. Oh, the, the officers say like if they honestly, I don't know if it's the metal detectors, even if you don't have anything in your pockets, sometimes mm. they still put you pull you over to pat you down for some reason. Uh, but the then police. Yeah, no, um, it's the security officers at the school, but okay. they uh, yeah, yeah. So not. basically the security. So is there yes. any like I don't know uh, if you feel comfortable answering that, but uh, is there any institutionalized racism regarding who they are pulling over or is it very subjective in case? Um, no, I think I've been pulled over a few times, but I haven't been pulled over every single time. So I don't think there is. Yeah, so like you haven't seen any kind of uh, racism being practiced at that point, right? I haven't. Yeah, so, okay, we were talking about the teachers, like, uh, how did it grow as you uh, moved forward in your grades? So, uh, how did you see the attitude of teachers changing towards you and your class? Like, in, uh, we talked about the first grade uh, story that you talked about. So, how about uh, fourth grade or eighth grade? Yes, um, as you increase in your grade, uh, naturally the expectations that they have of you increase. So they would care more about your grades and they would like pull you to the side and like consult you more about your grades. And if you were doing poorly, they would ask why and they would try to get involved. But like okay. other than for first grade, like they wouldn't do that. Uh, as you were like uh, in... Uh, fourth grade or eighth grade and in your high school in your college the professors so what was the difference between all these 
oh, the professors would definitely not do anything like that because even if they do, they wouldn't be paid extra. <laughs> so, <laughs> so even if you do bad or anything, they wouldn't really, some, some professors at least, they definitely would not care and they would just, you know, just give you the grade you deserve. Some professors would actually reach out to you, say like, even if we have school like online through the computer, they would announce in the beginning of the class, like, oh, um, Josh, could you stay after class? I have something I want to discuss with you. That's okay. how they I know that your favorite professor is the professor of organic chemistry. <laughs> yes. Because that's your favorite subject, right? <laughs> yes. Very <laughs> <laughs> much, I know. Uh, so, yeah, like uh, in India also, the prof uh, as you go higher in classes, like in first class, the teachers really care about you. They look up what you are doing and they just, they're very much involved with you. And as you go up in classes, uh, third and fourth and then fifth, and when you reach primary and secondary, the uh, attitude and the care of teachers towards you, it just slowly decreases as you go higher. And then like 11th and 12th, the classes, the school didn't really play a big role in our studying and how we prepared for the entrance exams and everything. The uh, major role was only by the uh, put up by the uh, coaching classes and the self-study that we did. So, yeah. And in college, the professors are just amazing. Yeah. There's nothing more to say about it. Uh, so I actually, it's pretty much the uh, same like the you. Um, say if you like, you're a student who like gets hundreds on every single test, on every single thing, you're good at everything, then like the first and second grade teachers would gradually like love you more than like the rest of the students. So that's one thing to put out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in uh, India also okay. we see that by a system where the teacher really prefer these students which are doing good and like scoring well, the teachers care about them and the homeworks, the activities, they are more preferred more than the students which are average or below average. Yeah, no, uh, Jenny, I forgot to, uh, like, uh, I don't remember what you said, which, uh, where are you from, like, which state? Oh, I'm from um, I'm from New York. Okay, so Democrat, right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, like, how much the political system influences the schooling laws? Because I know it's uh, pretty much different in every state, basically. Yes, it's different in every. It's um. Uh, 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 yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Just sorry to interrupt for, for one second, cause, uh, cause I, uh, cause I have learned for for a fact that, uh, like in conservative states, there's uh, marginalizing for immigrant communities. Not much, but there's a little little sense of, uh, you know, a religious upliftism, like appeasement. So do you think is that is that true or is my uh, observation wrong? Sorry, I didn't catch the last part. No, I was saying like uh, like in the conservative states, which are majorly ruled by the conservatives, is there any kind of like religious appeasement for the majority? Is there any kind of like... Because schools and these things are the place where you can actually implement uh, these little nuanced uh, things like institutionalized racism and all, where the kids wouldn't even know that is what is happening to them. So, yeah, it's like uh, tanning their brain with it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I had this question in my mind. So, so like you are yeah, in a so democrat ruled state. So how is that different from any other state which is uh, like a republican ruled? for a kid who's going to experience schooling in US. Are you talking in sense of bullying or not letting them like do yeah. their- Yeah, exactly. Their in, any, in any case, like, cause everything that is, uh, like everything is codependent. The ecosystem is codependent. 
So yeah, you can if you if you know in that sense you can on. I personally um like from what I've seen in schools personally they don't really pick um oh since you have this religion I will bully you it's not really that I was bullied technically but I didn't realize I was being bullied so technically they don't really pick out yeah. that they just pick out oh you seem easy to bully I'll bully you it's more like that and since um the students there are just so diverse you can't really keep track of who who has who religion and what what so yep so uh, the major difference in the indian and the us education system is the monotonicity like the indian education system just uh, has like the preschooling the uh, kindergarten and then the primary schooling and the secondary schooling is just a one single block like 12 years of schooling but the us education system has like phases in which you study elementary school middle school and then high school so and uh, then you have like uh, bar mitzvahs and then proms and everything so there is always no. that um, thing that prevents monotonicity and everything yeah yes i agree Yeah, I was pointing out not everyone has bar mitzvahs. Don't be religiously misinformed. <laughs> it's for Jews. So no, I was just saying that it's no, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. I agree. 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 I agree. The prom culture is uh, something. The dating culture is something which is very, very much missing in India. And uh, not in a sense that uh, you know kids should go out and have sex. Not that. But in general, if you are exposed to dating from a right age, like if you are fifteen or sixteen. you develop a good personality as in general it helps you it helps you stay focused on things because you don't you are not in constant need of attention you know that okay so this is how i develop a game and uh, get someone to have a relationship with me so i think that culture is quite missing in india and we see the impact here do you think it was like beneficial in yeah uh, the socialization skills is Yeah, very much basically the socialization yeah. yes i understand it not really like i guess it more rather than like stuff like that it rather depends on like their personality say like say if the person likes someone and like they're too shy to like even like admit or like confess then like your your social skills would still stay the same pretty much no, obviously obviously that is subjective to everyone but but still because uh, we are in a system that uh, that doesn't allow this uh, and it is very conservative of people here to think that even like coeducation here is a joke because there oh. is literally no interaction even if you are in the same class the people we are basically too shy to even ask uh, just just some people have a, a developed personality in sense that they they go and talk to each uh, other people in the class they talk to girls they talk to boys so they have that basic yeah. personality but other majority than... of students majority of us like grow in a conservative environment where they are like taught that talking to girls in a young age is not, not really taught, good for you yeah, to exactly. spoil you no that... actually yeah. it's not taught here uh, rather than that actually like even like um i i'm from like an asian family they wouldn't do that they would just be like oh just go out and talk and have friends yeah basically that only because uh, here you aren't expected to be friends with someone from the opposite gender like um, it's very looked down upon like there your neighborhood people would come and scream at your mom that why is your kid he's just 15 is having walks with some girl in the park so so it's not easy to have a relationship in that age yeah. here and that really it's mainly like social a matter of gossip it, if it comes out yeah exactly well if 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 america kind of adopts that wow we'd be in really trouble big trouble because a lot of people have it depends on the person and like their personality but a lot of people some some guys have a lot of girl people friends they're not girlfriends but 
their friends are people and they're girls yeah. and it's vice versa for <laughs> yeah her. of course they're people they are not unicorns jenny we know about that <laughs> so i'm typically okay, so, yeah. drawn the middle of having a lot of people who friends who are girls and like friends who are guys and people have like that kind of mindset where they're like oh it's very like frowned upon to like have that much opposite gender friends but like majority they don't think like that yeah okay i have a question like is it the system's fault that they hire shitty teachers i guess since they don't really like point out to like even if the teacher is doing bad and they have bad readings they don't really like fire the teacher in, in, in any way or like pressure the teacher in any way unless it's like unless like a whole bunch of students report that teacher and they have not they can't really do anything but like respond to the reports then they would actually do something but they wouldn't fire the teachers or anything you know uh, yeah i get i guess so uh, that's okay. the issue with education as a whole because uh, for this period for this era uh, whichever education system you visit it is designed to hire instructors not teachers so basically uh-huh. what you get are instructors who are very well versed in their subject and they will teach you the course material but they won't like socially they would instruct you the course material they won't teach you so mm-hmm. that's the difference you get when you go to higher classes because they have to hire in bulk always yeah. there is a shortage mostly so that's why i guess the, that's the case in uh, even in india and uh, like you were saying in your your college too mm-hmm. i agree what are your views and what are your thoughts about the bathroom notebook and the hall pass oh Yes. Oh, so like, sorry, it, sorry, sorry. Can I get a bit on. of context? It's your time to shine. No, no. Can I get a bit of context? Uh, you will. You will. Yes, yes, she, yes. She will explain. Don't worry. She will explain. Okay. So I think. Um. Okay. So it all starts in. I think. I think it even starts in like elementary school. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Now that I think about it. So. So whenever you go to the bathroom, you need to carry. what's called a hall pass it could be like it could be anything all it ha- like it could be anything it could be like an actual like bookmark kind of like saying hall pass it's all laminated and it's all pretty and everything and colorful or it could be like a loose leaf paper or a post it basically saying the words hall pass and if you have to carry this around if you're outside of the classroom and also if you wanted to go to the bathroom you have to write out this log you have to write your name you have to write what time you went out of the classroom and then by the time you come in the classroom you have to write what time you came back if any case you're caught in the okay. hall without a hall pass you would be caught and be sent to the dean's office or possibly the principal's office if you're that suspicious it's not very different okay. here actually because even uh, in my school also we got a we didn't call it hall pass we got a out pass but we kind of had a had our way with it we actually produced multiple copies of it and each each student has its own the teacher didn't knew until uh, kind of whole class was roaming outside with the hall pass so so we we had our way around it but but yeah this is a ridiculous system like tracking oh, students what- with like a piece of paper what do you think they can't be creative with that and what is the point of logging your details when you go out for washroom and when you come back exactly. what is that technically and, the teacher does not keep so, track the, the hall passes are like uh, and the hall passes are like they are provided by the teachers like you cannot make them on their own so if the teacher had only one hall pass and three had to go to the bathroom so it's just a mess right Yes, and also, um, what Krish said, uh, in order to, they thought about that actually that people might like duplicate their hall passes. So instead of like after some point, instead of like writing just hall pass, they would actually provide the teacher's signature, or it could be a note, and they'd be like, "Oh, I am, um, teacher Josh, 
Josh White and I am permitting this child to go out and use the bathroom and they would have the teacher's signature at the below. It's, know, it I, sounds I, so similar to a prison. <laughs> no, uh, I, I remembered one thing. Has it happened with you like uh, once in a class a guy asked teacher that he wants to go to the washroom and she said no. Like, like yes. what, what's the sense of that? How can you refuse? And the reason like that's that, the basic right of a person. You cannot take and, the and right to that, like. And the reason for that was that in the previous period it was recess. And why didn't you go out then? Because the fucking bathrooms were full. Because everyone is going out in the recess. They don't allow you to go in the between the periods. Yes. And this is ridiculous system. I just want to point that out. It the the sad thing is in America even drags on to like high school. Like you naturally, you would have to ask whether you want to go to the bathroom, but then they would really blame you if you try to go in the beginning 20 minutes of class because they expect you to go to the bathroom every 10 minutes before class. Even in college, some teachers expect that. Yeah, I, just one thing, like, uh, they expect you to go 10 minutes before the class. Between the classes, there isn't any gap. If there is a timetable that issued that there should be a five-minute gap, teacher would come five minutes early. So you don't get any time, actually, to go out for a washroom. So it's kind of like they're they are hacking their way into it and exploiting the system. True. Or some cases, you really just don't have to go to the bathroom then. It just happens to come... 10 minutes later in class. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how was the, yeah, I was saying that, uh, how, uh, how is the system different? Like, how do you have your lunch and how do you have your, uh, yeah. Okay. First answer this and I'll, then I'll ask about the homework and everything. Um. So for lunch, technically in, in my high school, um, it's kind of like a law that they have to put lunch in your schedule. It's kind of crazy. Some people have it like at the beginning of their period, like the first thing in the morning, they have lunch or like maybe like the third period they would have lunch. It's kind of iffy. And then in your senior year, you have the opportunity to take out lunch. So you basically get to get home, go home earlier. Oh, okay. So you can go to home and have your lunch and then come back for the other period. No, 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 no. Your lunch has to stay in the school or else oh, they won't okay. having lunch. So, and, uh, okay. So how, how was the homework system? Like the teacher used to give you homework. So you had to do it by yourself and the teacher cleared your doubts. How did the teacher give you homeworks? Like he gave you every day or it was like, uh, there was a deadline for that. Oh, was it? definitely. Um, say like in every, basically every grade before college, they would expect you to finish homework every day. They gave you homework. Sometimes they didn't give you homework. Every day for every subject. Yes. Say like if it was like Friday or something, okay. sometimes they just, it's like the class is coming to an end. They just wouldn't give homework. But some teachers would. In college, so like you had to finish it every day. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what were the homeworks like? Yeah, uh, You had to do it digitally or was it like uh, you had to finish it in a copy, like a presentation or something? Oh, in, um, it just depends like the subject basically. But um, the curriculum, the curriculum actually... Um, they want you to, they kind of um, encourage you to work in groups. So that encourages group work and group work means presentations. So there would naturally be more of that. And um, yeah, you would be given a deadline instead. And naturally some people just would not do work and that will cause like headaches for like the person who just wants to get this over with. And how has this changed when you move to college, the assignments? Um, the assignments, we naturally just have more open deadlines. 
but some people do intend to procrastinate the night before and finish it all the night before. But um, for group work, it essentially like stays the same. For people who forever do not do group work, they would just not do group work. Like it would stay. They wouldn't really start doing group work all of a sudden just because it's college. Yeah. Okay. What about how were you tested in your schools and compared to your college? Like, or what were the pattern of your tests? Was it mostly like multiple choice questions or was it like essays or something? Um, yes, mostly it was, um, depending on the subjects, there would be more multiple choice. If it was English, there would be a little bit more essays. Um, but for in college, they have like the freedom to like omit multiple choices out of their whole exam. And they could just give um, straight up just short answer or like problem solving questions like in organic chemistry, my professor personally did that. He hated multiple, multiple choice. Oh, that's bad. And also in organic chemistry, if you don't get multiple choice, then you're screwed. Yes. <laughs> okay. And yeah, one more interesting thing that I learned about your schooling and the grading system was like the curve. Uh, like if you, if the class average was too low then you were up the grade like if you scored 70 or something in a subject then just for the curve you were raised to 85 so how was relative grazing you are talking about relative grading basically yeah yeah some professors some teachers actually even regardless whether it was not college or anything if it was known to be like a hard course they would curve some professors, like some teachers in general, they would, they would like a curve is the, they think it's absolutely necessary. Some professors or teachers, they would think, oh, a curve is actually bad for students because their A's will technically become a B. And then while like the people who have like D will get like a C. And so it's like a downside yeah. for people to get better grades. So it depends whether... The, like each teacher curve. what are your views about it honestly um i like the curve because probably essentially if my professor did not curve the organic chemistry final i think most of us <laughs> would fail <laughs> he was a okay. good professor, but he just didn't want a curve at all he kind of just threw in random points say if like he saw a lot of people didn't cheat you'd be like oh my god i'm so happy i love you guys i'll give you extra 11 points on every on this exam so yeah wow so it really just depends on the teacher yes so yeah i was uh, watching about it and it showed like some students don't like it like students will self with self-esteem they were like i don't deserve 85 i scored 70 so i don't like the curve and <laughs> they were like protesting about it so come on technically it's better for the people for in the long run yeah. uh, i was trying to ask about the clubs that uh, you had in your high school and in your college so what how was it about clubs um definitely in compared to high school there's a lot more clubs in college <laughs> but um the clubs were very in high school and the, cl the club that I went to, I was in the environmental club and I only went there once and I made a bird feeder out of a plastic bottle. Through that one visit, I was basically able to like use that club and put it on my resume. Say like I have experience okay. in this area. So yeah, like uh, there are many clubs in your high school and in your college, uh, like uh, in high school, I've heard about clubs which are like uh, future leaders of America and the social club, the more like generic clubs are also there. So which clubs would you say were the most interesting and like the popular kids came from that club? Honestly, I don't think the popular kids even went to those clubs or even went to a club. 
usually the popular kids would just go party or like other stuff rather than clubs. Yeah, you would know better because you are really popular, as we all know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, we all know. Like you are really popular in the uh Philippines region and the uh Indonesian region for many other reasons, which shall not be discussed here. So, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, like, how did you make friends? Like, how uh, was the students had more friends like they had a big circle or essentially the popular kids they would be more extroverted and they would like actually stand up out of their seat and they would like walk up to someone and they would talk to someone and that's how <clears throat> i'm sorry and that's how they would make friends but um for other people i guess like the introverts people who are naturally just sitting around them they would just talk to the people around them i guess that's how it would even out but now that things turned virtual everybody makes their own class group chat whether it would be for just exchanging class information or cheating or anything like that's how they would make friends nowadays in this pandemic but like uh, in the past, like in your Japanese class, you have friends like uh, there's you and there's uh, you told about that girl Samia who was from India. Yes. So like it's more like it's up to you who you find interesting and who you want to be friends with. Absolutely. If a person wanted to move from India to America just for studies and just thinking about the better future, the American dream. So what would you... What are your views? Should the person move or should they just stay? I would absolutely advise them to stay because depending on like their age, like there is no technical need to like move to a whole different country for it. And I certainly don't think that our country just provides better education. I've seen students did okay. actually move from say like Vietnam or like China just to come here for better education and they come here and they regret so just don't yeah uh, it was a great session a great podcast we had with you thank you Jenny for agreeing to this and it was really nice knowing your views about the system and uh, learning I, I really didn't take, know this much about the US education system that I learned today so I hope our you viewers must have listener must have learned something today so yeah, that's a wrap. And thank you guys for listening to Possibly Wrong. We are available on YouTube, Spotify, and other major podcasting platforms, even on Apple Podcast, Google, and uh, Overcast. So you can listen to us over there. Follow us on Instagram at, uh, at the rate Possibly Wrong Podcast. So that's a wrap, guys. Thank you. Uh, this is Siddharth Shekhar. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thanks for having me and goodbye.